Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're going to continue on. We are now in Genesis 34. We are. And we've been talking about wounds to the soul, and they come in different forms. Uh, the first three kinds are all relational wounds. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we talked about um, you know relational wounds, then family wounds, then God wounds. I want to shift gears a little bit and mm-hmm. talk about culture wounds. Mm. Now, this is not meant to be something you can't grab a hold of. Mm. When I say culture wounds, mm. this should be fresh in <laughs> our minds because uh, we Why? are going through some culture wounds. I'm sorry. I don't understand. Can you explain? <laughs> well, I don't, I haven't been watching the news very much, so I don't know. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, my, I have been told oh, okay. that there are some differences of opinions in the way our mm. country is going to be run and the culture of our country. Interesting. <laughs> so culture wounds are very real, mm. by the way. And there are biblical examples of, of these culture wounds that mm. we want to pull from the story of Jacob. That's where we've been at. And, um, and, and I feel like this example really gives us a guide about how mm. to help ourselves with culture wounds, okay? Mm. So the story is Genesis 34, verses 30 <laughs> through 31. And um, there's three, there's four players. There's this guy named Hamar and Shechem and mm. Jacob's sons and Jacob, mm. okay? And so Hamar is the spoiled son, right? <laughs> and so he's the spoiled son and as the spoiled son, he gets what he wants. He wants what he gets. He, he you know, and so uh, he grabs uh, Dinah, mm-hmm. which is the only girl mentioned in uh, in Jacob's children. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think it's Simeon's and Levi's sister, if mm-hmm. my memory's right. Mm-hmm. And Shechem is the son. Shechem is the son. Shechem oh, thank you for correcting son. me. That's what okay. I was looking I'm at. I'm sorry. Shechem is the son. He's the spoiled son. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Shechem. We've got the spoiled son. And the whole, it, you, if you read this in your Bible, you read the heading, the Dinah incident. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can think of is uh, someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. It's all, <laughs> that's all I can think in my head. Sorry. Well, what he did Go was ahead. he raped her. Mm-hmm. He raped her. Yeah. Then after he raped her, he's like, get me this woman mm-hmm. for my wife. I love her. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you, I, I, so your cultural yeah. definition of love is off is first of all, so that we got a cultural problem of, <laughs> of just, what is love. It's just a little off. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, so we got yeah. an immediate cultural problem. Yeah. Then, then you've got Hamar, which is the dad. Sorry, I, mm. so, so and and da, the dad has spoiled his son mm. Shechem, and they have cultural values, yeah. and so then they go to um, Jacob's sons and say, mm. "All right, my son wants Dinah as a wife. He mm-hmm. raped her, but he wants her as as a wife." So um, what we want to do is let's trade with each other. Let's mm-hmm. form our communities together, mm-hmm. and. And then in his culture, he went to his own people and said, let's make covenants with these people, and mm. soon they will become our bread. Mm. We'll get to rule over them. All their sheep and all their stuff will be ours. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, but really, he was running an agenda to further spoil mm. his son, um, mm-hmm. right? Um, so uh, then Simeon and Levi say, oh, okay, we'll do it. Well, they're going to deceive because mm-hmm. they have values, mm-hmm. and their values is is that uh, you can't do what you just did. So let's, mm-hmm. let's read the passages. Then, 
Well, the story to lead up the passages that they said, well, you can have her if everybody in your town is circumcised. <laughs> because that's our culture. This is our culture. Yep. Okay. And so Hamar and Shechem, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So they convinced everybody to get uh-huh. circumcised. Then Simeon and Levi lead a bunch of men and they do a massive slaughter while they other guys can't fight. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> And so, and then they took all their women, children. It, it was they took revenge, is what they did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Jacob gets into it, and Jacob says to Simeon and Levi, "You have brought trouble on me by making me stink to the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Mm-hmm. Uh, my numbers are few." And if they gather themselves against me and attack, I shall be destroyed, both I and my household. But Simeon and Levi said, should he treat our sister like a prostitute? Mm -hmm. Okay. So notice that there's, you got cultural values Mm -hmm. going on and there's a, and and therefore you have culture wounds that Mm -hmm. take place. All right. So. This is America today, mm. and it's it, it gets into the local church because mm. we're a diverse local church, yeah. Um, and we want to remain diverse, yeah. And so, uh, people have strong opinions about what we should and should not be doing. But I, my strong opinion is mm. uh, in Christ, there is neither mm. barbarian, Scythian, slave, nor free, Republican or Democrat, <laughs> immunization nor, immun- nor non immunization. Mask wearer, non mask wearer, and you the list could go on. Yeah, right. There's, uh, but you're all one in Christ. Yeah. So we have to overcome our culture wounds in order to relate to one another with Jesus. That's true. Jesus tried to redefine all the cultural values. Cultural wounds are created when you have peoples of different values and priorities having to live together in the same culture. Yeah. Okay. Jesus and Paul, what they did was they said, we get all that, but all of that must die. It must go to the cross. That means your American value and culture system must go to the cross Mm -hmm. for the sake of relating to one another solely based on Christ. And what that looks like is this. If I have Christ and you don't, our sole relationship is... You need Christ, so I'm going to try and give him to you. Yeah. Let's say I have Christ and you have Christ. Our soul, our relationship is is purely based on what's God doing in your life and what's God doing in my life. That's good. And we're going to say, you know what? It's okay that you have different Mm. cultural values and priorities than I do. Yeah. And you see things differently than I do. Yeah. That's okay. I accept you. I love you. And we have Christ together. So we can build on that. That's good. So, um, you know, revenge is going to cause the wounds to fester. Mm -hmm. We don't want revenge, but acceptance provides Mm -hmm. a way forward. Yeah. Okay? And that's how we're going to heal Mm -hmm. our culture wounds. Now, the question is, how much time we got? We got a few minutes. The question is, should we dive into some specifics? (laughs) (laughs) What... What do you see as some of the major cultural mm. wounds that um, people are dealing with in your generation? Mm. Well, there's definitely an affluence um, 
and a uh, despising of affluence, okay. um, at least in the minds of the people of my age. Okay. Um, they, they, in their mind, have constructed, and it's not that all of this is false, um, but their assumptions about this structure um, create resentment towards um, you know, business practices, uh, pay, it uh, introduces uh, communistic and socialistic thought, which... Mm. You know, some people might disagree with me. Communism, in and of itself, is not inherently bad. It's a political ideology, um, but the application of such a thing um, creates a unrealistic worldview mm-hmm. of what God can actually do and what God can actually um, work through. And again, some people might disagree with that. But what what it's done is it has taken the flip side of Christian nationalism and stripped it completely of, well, God doesn't have any place in the political field. Hmm. Is the is the this is the lashback. God doesn't have any place in the political field. It should be like this and then we should have our religion. Hmm. And they should be completely separated. Mm-hmm. And there not be any type of interaction, uh, any type of uh, cross pollination whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, is it's wounding a lot of people mm-hmm. because it gets into uh, the way that they relate to people, and it's so strong that they literally for a lot of these people they they don't even have relationships with their family anymore because mm-hmm. of differences of opinions on these strong political stances. Yeah, so this that those are culture yeah. wounds. So here's how I've tried to overcome the culture wounds. Mm-hmm. When all of this mess happened with 2020, I, I tried to look at individuals and, mm-hmm. and people groups and say, mm-hmm. what is your greatest felt need mm-hmm. during this time? And for young people, what is their greatest felt need that you've consistently reminded me of? Uh, finances. Okay, so they're looking at this thing saying, this mm-hmm. is a threat to my finances and my future career mm-hmm. potential. So young people looked at it as this is a threat to finances. Mm-hmm. And their solution is the government. And their solution is the government. That's their mindset. Then older people, this is a threat to my health. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I try to look at it and say, okay, two cultural values and priorities. Mm-hmm. How can I honor and meet this people's mm-hmm. needs and then this people's needs and relate to them based on Christ in that See, mm-hmm. um, Then another group would look at it from a racial point of view, okay? And so the the because basically now the cultural war is, is over, you know, the Black Lives Matter and those mm-hmm. protests and then the recent protests of the conservatives over, over Trump rallies, okay? So you've got those cultural wars where if you get to know people mm-hmm. that are sympathizing with each side, you know what you find out? Mm-hmm. They're people. Mm-hmm. And they have a reason why they believe what they believe, mm-hmm. and they have a set of values and priorities. But you also find out that if they have placed a priority and a value on Christ, you can say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. I accept you. Let's build on Christ. Yeah. And that's how we overcome our cultural wounds yeah. and have real relationships in the local church, in community with people that have different values and priorities in the cultural area 
than we do mm-hmm. because our values and priorities in Christ are the same. Mm-hmm. We're going towards the same end, with it, which is Jesus is Lord. That's how I do it. And little simple thing that, that I think will help, the, the final thing is honor every individual. Mm-hmm. If I place a focus on honoring the individual, yeah. I find the culture wounds don't get inside my heart. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward, and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.